up your Bibles, I want you to go to Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. I greet everyone that is new to the church. We, we welcome you. God bless you. That's, my, that's my, my, uh, my declaration over you is that God will bless you. Amen. We welcome you. Amen. In uh, Matthew chapter 4, we're, we've, been, we've been experiencing an incredible, an, anoint, an incredible anointing that is multiplying and it's magnifying and it's, it's finding itself in the farthest places of the world. It's the debt cancellation anointing. This is the year of Jubilee. This is the year that all the body of Christ comes out of whatever oppression and bondage of debt and are set free by the power of Almighty God. Increase, promotions, debts canceled, paid in full, favor of God, money chasing you, hidden treasures in secret places. We believe this because in the word of God, over and over, people received it. And my Bible is still alive. The word of God is still alive. It didn't end at the end of at the last page. It's now being written in our hearts and in our lives. And if God did it for those that are in the word, God can do it for you as well as you get into the word. Amen. And so I got a report from, uh, from Pastor Mike Barrett in Australia, how he prayed for that how uh, he had asked me to pray with him that the debt cancellation anointing will be upon his church as well. And he began, the very first service, the Lord gave him a, a word. He began to prophesy over this one person that three things were going to happen that were going to change everything about their financial situation. And that same day, all three things happened. Amen. And they came back and gave God the praise. Amen. Only Jesus could do this. Amen. He gets all the glory. He gets all the praise. Just us here in this church, we are, we are celebrating close to $2 million of personal debt being canceled. Not the church debt, but the people of the church debt. Amen. And, and I'm hearing testimonies over and over. And it even goes beyond even debt cancellation. It go, it, it's, it's, it's favor, it's promotion, it's increase, it's open doors. People are starting businesses and freedom and seeing blessings as soon as they start. The business is becoming profitable. I'm hearing these testimonies and I, I sit back as a pastor, I'm looking at and I say, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Because only God could do this, amen. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I, 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 one, one lady from the church sent me a message this week. Uh, she went to New York City on a, on a vacation. And a few weeks ago I was praying that God will pay for, for vacations in full as well. And so she sent me a, a message how she received over $1,000 of debt cancellation for her to enjoy that vacation. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Someone says, well, why would God do that? Because he loves us. Amen. Well, I don't, you know, but, but Pastor, there's a lot of, of poor people that, that, that could have received that money. Well, listen, the same poor people can receive from the same, the same blessing from the same God. Everyone will receive according to their faith. That's a secret that you need to grab a hold of. Every one of you will receive according to your faith. You can either question the blessing and not accept it, or you can say, I'm going to believe. I'm going to use my faith. If I have to be something that I have never been before, praise the Lord, it's time to change. Amen. 
And you might say, well, Pastor, I don't even know where to start. Just start praising God. Just start praising God and hear the word of God and let the word of God move you into the direction. And watch how the supernatural power of God begins to operate in your life. Amen. Somebody say dead cancellation. Anointings upon my life. Increase. Favor. Blessing. Are mine in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. This morning I want to talk to you about the giving spirit. There is a giving spirit. It's a move of God that causes his people to give supernaturally and receive supernaturally. Supernaturally means beyond what you're able to do. When it comes to the anointing of God, the anointing is the power to get the job done. When it comes to the anointing of God, one plus one does not equal two. One plus one does not equal two. How can thousands of people eat and have left over with the little boy's lunch. But when you put it in the hands of Jesus, he multiplies it and he feeds everybody. And there will be many baskets left over. I love God because he doesn't just bless you with just enough. He's a God of more than enough. The Bible says he does far greater than you ask, think, or imagine. Everybody say far greater than you can ask, think, or imagine. So you still have to ask and you still have to think and you still have to imagine. And so if you imagine nothing and you think nothing and you ask for nothing, guess what? You can't, zero times zero is still zero. Amen. Some of you need to expand your capacity and start lifting up your faith and allowing God to bless you. Because when we use our faith, we're giving God permission. We're saying, God, direct your blessings upon me. God, direct your favor upon my life. I believe. The word of God said, with God, all things are possible, amen. And so there's a giving spirit, it's a move of God that causes his people to give supernaturally and receive supernaturally. I, I saw this first time in this church. My brother uh, Clark was, was preaching and there was a lady that came to the altar and put in my, in my brother's hands uh, a, a, a necklace and earrings. And so in the middle of service, she, she said, I have to give this. And she put it in the hands of my brother. And my brother looked over the church and he said, who needs new earrings and a necklace? And one lady in the back, she stood up quick. Listen, when, there's a when they say that, come quickly, amen. <laughs> and so she came up quickly and she came up and my brother gave her the, the, the necklace and the earrings. And she began to walk and as she took two steps, she stopped and shouted. She came running back to, to my brother. She said, she, she said, Pastor, you will not understand how blessed I am to receive this necklace and these earrings. She said, I was in the store and I lost an earring this week. And this necklace and these earrings are the same earrings with a matching necklace of the ones that I lost. Come on now. The same ones with a matching necklace. That's the giving anointing. That's the giving anointing. You know, the, the Spirit of God starts moving on people to give. The Spirit of God starts moving on people to give things away, to give finances away, give time away. I've shared my testimony, how I was just minding my own business, just trying to live my simple Christian life, pay my tithe, do my dues, show up to church, go home, and, and that's the extent I was going to serve God. But I was sitting in the very back of the church one day during praise and worship, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and he said, give your car. I had just paid off my car. It was a, a 
Mustang GT Bose stereo system. I remember all those things because my brother Mark used to drool over it all the time because it was so much faster than his Camaro. And the Lord spoke to me about giving it. I had just paid it off. So I came up and, 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 and I came with tears because the glory of God was upon my life. I heard from the Lord and I knew I was obeying God. I came and I gave my car. My brother uh, knew of a, a, a teacher that was believing God for a car so that she could start her new job of getting to school and back. And so he blessed her with that car that day. God knew her need and God knew who had the, the provision for her need. So he spoke to me and I was obedient to the voice of the Lord. I still didn't have a car, but I gave my car. Didn't know I was, was going to get home. But in, the, in about a week and a half, I had a car that was worth double the, my, my, my Mustang given to me, paid in full. Only God can do that. Not only did I receive the financial blessing, but the doors, so the, the doors were open where I was able to go and serve at another ministry, got filled with the Holy Ghost, came back with the fire of God, and I'm preaching here today because I heard from the Lord that day. There is a giving anointing. There is a giving spirit that we must all be moved by. The giving spirit is the Holy Ghost leading us, leading us into a life of giving, leading us into a life of service. Everybody ser say service. The Holy Ghost is leading us. Now, if you are there in Matthew chapter 4, beginning in verse 8, it says, Next the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him. For the scriptures say, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. Now Jesus was in the wilderness being tempted by the devil. And the devil put him in a position. He said, all this glory of this world, I'm going to give it to you if you will just worship me. Jesus responded with the word of God. That we will only worship God Almighty and Him will we serve. Say, only God, I will serve. Again, only God, I will serve. The Bible says we were bought with a price. Our life is not our own. We belong to Jesus Christ. The life that we live in this world is to the service of the Lord. The Holy Spirit, we surrender our bodies to be used by God. The Holy Spirit fills us, Holy Spirit comes upon us, we show up to a place, Jesus breaks out, and glory is revealed. Amen. But it takes a person surrendering to serve the Lord. We've been bought with the price, we don't belong to ourselves. So we cannot serve ourselves, we have to serve the Lord. And we cannot serve the devil, we don't belong to the devil. We've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. We've been set free. Jesus Christ paid the price so that we, are, we can be fully His. Our name is written in heaven. The curse of sin and death is off of our life. The curse of poverty and debt is off your life. You have been set free by the blood of the Lamb. Poverty is not a part of your life. 
the riches and the blessing of Abraham is upon you. That God will bless you and make you a blessing. That is who we are. That's who he made us to be. That's not something that we have to work ourselves. It's something that we just have to live in and step in in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody say, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. And so the devil was looking for worship and service from Jesus. He said, here's the glory of the, of the world. Work for me. Worship me. And I'll give it to you. That's what the world does for every one of us every day. It says, here's the glory of a new car, the glory of new shoes, the glory of, 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 of promotion. Work for me. Serve me. Compromise your future. Com compromise what? Compromise the strength that you have to serve God by serving debt. When you pay credit cards, they, they, the, the official term for paying a credit card, a mortgage, a car note, any type of debt is servicing the note. How can I serve God if I'm servicing, if I'm serving a note? If I'm serving debt. When the perfect will of God is for me to serve him. You think, well, pastor, it's just a little debt. That little debt has been a little debt in your life for years. And even when you get to the end of that debt, they put things in you so that you will surrender the years again to slaving over that note. When your credit is bad, nobody wants you. But when your credit's good, they come chasing after you. When you're like one step out of the, of, of the, the kingdom of debt and fear, you got all these things saying, come on back in, come on back in. And, and if you don't listen to the initial, in the initial voice, they send, you, they send you other voices with bolder fonts. And then they, they use deceptive language. They use the, listen, it's a whole kingdom of deceptive. They use deceptive language. They say, you, you have a $10,000 credit. It's not a credit. Credit means it's yours. You don't have to do anything for it. It's yours. It's with no strings attached. It's a $10,000 opportunity to get into slavery, into debt. It's real easy how they turn around the term credit to debt real quick as soon as you sign that piece of paper. You're like, oh, man, look at, look at my new car. I got beautiful leather seats. How awesome. It smells good. New car smell. Two days later, smells like tacos. Should have just kept the old car. The old car already has it in there. You don't have to add tacos. You already got the taco smell. It's better to be free from debts. You can make decisions. You can serve. You can do things when you don't have these strings. Get off me. Don't need your slavery. I, need, I, don't, I don't need credit cards to possess when the Lord says that he wants to bless me. That I will take possession by the anointing of God. Amen. He says he will, that you will live in houses that you didn't even build. Well, Pastor, how can I get there? Well, you got to start turning your faith. Stop asking God to approve a loan and start asking God to bless you with a house. Come on now. Come on now. I need to continue. There's so much I have to share. I'm limited on time. Every day we're tempted to live for the glory of this world. 
Every time you walk out of the house, it, this whole economy is, is catered to get whatever you have out of you. And then when you don't have to, to get things that you see in this world, it's catered for you to, to, to sell your future, sell your children's future, sell your family's future. Oh, look at my beautiful house. Yes, but if you die today, your kids will have to pay for it all over again. That's not a blessing. You're not living them anything. You have, you, have, you have just cursed them with debt if they want it. You lived your whole life so that they can have a $200,000 debt. No, 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 no. That doesn't sound like a blessing. That sounds like a curse. We're coming out in Jesus' name. Shout, I'm coming out. In Jesus' name. And so when we get into debt, we compromise our strength to serve God. We compromise our strength to, to serve God by doing things that weaken us. Let me just share a couple of things. We get into debt that destroys tomorrow. Debt destroys tomorrow. Guaranteed destroys tomorrow. Yes, you can service it. But isn't it better just to use that time to serve God? Amen. Hallelujah. I got a, a kind of weak amen, but I'm going to keep on preaching. Amen. Hallelujah. So, so debt destroys tomorrow. When you sign that piece of paper or do that action that gives you that debt, you are destroying your future. Amen. You're eating away. Nobody would sign a piece of paper and say, I want to be a slave. None of us would do it. But if you would just read what you are, are signing, you will realize that it's going to take me so many years of my life just to get to zero. I'd rather not sacrifice my life to get to zero. Listen, we are more faithful with debts than we are with marriages. Let me just throw that in there. That's for the viewing audience right there. So we must plug the holes. We must get rid of the extras that have no value and destroy us from serving God. Some of you have signed up for accounts after accounts after accounts, memberships after membership after membership. Listen, I love gym membership. I have a gym membership. But if it's been a year since you've been to the gym membership, you're paying for nothing. That's money that could have been serving God. That's seeds that could have been sown into the kingdom that produces blessing for your life. That's investments that should be reaping a harvest. Amen. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. Keep on going, Kevin. The more holes that you have in your finances, the, the quicker your boat will sink. And so you need to learn to plug the holes. Go, open up your, your bank account. Open up your, debt, your, your financial profile and look at it. Don't ignore it. Yes, you were able to make it from one month to the next month. But look at what you're spending your money on. If you're spending all your money on food, you better stop, stop eating at the places you're eating. I'm telling you, no matter what restaurant, I've, I've, I've eaten all over the world. No matter what restaurant I go to, no matter how good the steak and how good the food, nothing beats mama's rice and beans. Amen. Hallelujah. Just saying. Just stirring that Kool-Aid today. I only have a few more minutes because there's a lot of things. Okay, so, so, so debts destroy tomorrow, fear destroys today. Debts destroy tomorrow, fear destroys today. When we operate under the spirit of fear, we feel like we cannot do, we, we're not able to live. We don't see the possibilities of how we're going to make it. Take your eyes off of yourself and put your eyes upon the Lord. Let his presence comfort you. Let his, his word be a, a foundation for your life. Don't put your eyes upon your strength. Remember, you are not in this world by yourself. The greater one's inside of you. Greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. I don't care if you have no family and you have, you have no hope. 
out on the things on the outside. Put your hope in the Lord, and he will see you through every single time. Amen. How many of you can give, give a big amen that God is faithful? And so fear destroys today. Remove fear. Cast it out. Amen. And so debt will destroy tomorrow. Fear will destroy today. And unbelief will destroy a life. You cannot waste your years not believing. You have to believe. Amen. Stop trying to make Pastor Kevin convince you. I only have so much time to preach to you. I'm doing everything I can for you to believe. Just make a statement. I'm going to believe in Jesus' name. Everything you said yesterday was, was good. Everything they said today is good. I'm just going to believe that it's, it's good. The word of God is true in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. And so unbelief will destroy a life. And so we must serve the Lord only. Say, I will serve the Lord only. You have to make that decision that you're going to live for God. You're not going to live for debts. You're not going to be seeking after trying to raise some sort of credit profile so that you can get into more debt. Listen, the world does not revolve around your debts. As quickly as they give you the money is as quickly as they'll take away the stuff and you'll have a wound in your heart. How many of you ever thought about bankruptcy? I have. If I'm the only one up here, okay, I'm the only one that's ever thought about bankruptcy. I'm a pastor, a minister. I lay hands on the sick. I've seen the dead rise. I've seen people in wheelchairs rise up. I've seen people that were, that were demonic possessed bro, uh, uh, set free. I've seen every kind of miracle, every kind of manifestation of the glory of God. But yet at the, sta at the same time, I looked at my debts and looked at myself and I said, I'm a failure. I better declare bankruptcy. And I saw bankruptcy as the way out. Bankruptcy is not the way out. The glory of God, the anointing of the Holy Ghost, the power of Almighty God, the blessing of the Lord is your way out. I'm going to serve the Lord only, amen. And you have to receive the giving spirit. The questions you must ask yourself, how can I help? What is my responsibility? Use me, Lord. These are questions that all of us must be declaring, uh, speaking to God every day. Lord, how can I serve you? How can I help? Use me. Speak to me, Lord. I'll do whatever you tell me to say. I'll go and, and say whatever you tell me to do. I, I'm, I'm ready, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Amen. We serve God. We make those statements. Amen. We, we, we want the spirit, the giving spirit to move in our life. Because if the Holy Spirit is speaking to us to give, that means the Holy Spirit is, spirit is speaking to others to give to us. If you will discern the voice of the Lord, the Lord will put you in position of promotion and increase in blessing by the anointing of God. How many believe in the power of God? And so just live that way, trusting in the power of God. Amen. The Bible says that in verse 11, then Jesus went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. I want to tell you, my friends, if you will dedicate yourself to living for the Lord and serving God Almighty, angels will come and take care of you. They will come and take care of you. Hebrews 1, 14 says, therefore angels are only servants, spirits sent to care for people who will inherit salvation. Have you given your life to Jesus Christ? Have you? If you have given your life to Jesus Christ, there are angels that are there to serve you. Amen. But angels will not be there to serve you as you serve the devil. Come on now. And so we have to be free. And you might say, well, pastor, I'll serve God as soon as my debts are paid. No, serve God where you're at and your debts will be paid. He will make you strong. You will kill that Goliath. Amen. You can expect spiritual help when you serve the Lord. The spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge will be there. The favor of God, promotion, increase. 
hidden treasures. Don't you know that the earth is the Lord is the fullness of it? You might be walking down the street and God says, look down and you will find a treasure there because the Lord told you that's where it was. That's what God does. And don't, don't get angry when, when you find a treasure and then God says, now I want you to give it. But God, this is my blessing. No, the spirit of giving led you there. Understand this, a pipe that's connected to a water source will always be filled with water. Will never run dry. Those that water will be watered. Those that give will receive. Good measured, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Giving is not a one-time opportunity. Giving is a service unto the Lord. He will put in your hands what he desires for you to serve him with. Every time I receive something, I say, Lord, does this belong to you or do you want me to hold on to it for a while? There's times the Lord tells me, this is for you. I say, praise the Lord. And I enjoy it. And then the Lord tells me to give. And I give. And so when we start using our faith, when we start serving God, we have to start using our faith to give. We have to start using our faith to, to grow in every area. And don't be afraid to give. If God tells you to give, give. If he tells you to give your car, give your car. But don't give me your, you know, God might speak to someone today to give their car. And you might come and I'm giving my car. And you put it at the altar and I look at the keys and I say, praise God. And then you say, well, yeah, but there's still four years of notes on it. No, that ain't giving your car. That's you giving your debt. Give it to Jesus by faith, but don't give it to Pastor Kevin. Church ain't going to pay for your debt. Jesus paid for your debt. Amen. Use your faith. Hit your neighbor, tell him, use your faith. You, you should start using your faith to give more. That's, that's something you should be doing. Lord, Lord, bless me so that I could give more. Bless me so that I give more in my tithe. Bless me so I could give more in my offerings. Bless me with more time to serve you, God. Lord, bless me so that I could give. And he'll do it. He'll do it. I remember this one man, he was getting ready to steal money and run off because his business was failing. He heard my father preaching and he said, you know, God spoke to me, I need to go meet that man. So he went to meet my father. The man took out, took out a $50,000 note and he was planning on running away to Mexico with the money. And he met my father and my father looked at him and said, give a tithe and watch what God would do. The man heard the, the word of the Lord from my father and he gave a tithe of the money that he was planning on stealing. <laughs> when he got back, the Lord blessed his business so much that he became a multimillionaire. This man, now understand this, this man was blessed because he obeyed God. This man began the service of the Lord. But his offerings and his, his tithes became so much that he went to my father one day. He said, he said, Pastor, the blessings of God are so great upon my business and upon my family's life. This tithe, it's a lot. I don't know if I could give this much to the church, give this much and my father said, well, you know, first of all, you're not giving to the church. You're giving to God. And second, I could pray that your business will decrease so that you'll be comfortable in your giving. He said, no, 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 no. Amen. And so the man continued to be blessed. You're, I believe, and I'm praying, and I'm prophesying over you, that you're going to be prosperous so, you're going to prosper so greatly. That you're going to look at the zeros behind the checks that you're making. And you're going to, the devil's going to say, 
don't give that. That's too much to give to God. I'm prophesying that you're going to have many of those opportunities to give seeds and give offerings that are so great that the world will say that's giving too much. But God says you're giving exactly what I called you to give in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.